That's 1-800-747-3733. We now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Countess Show. Writing songs with quite a while. I, I don't know Jeff. I don't even know if I've just ever met been, him. Just been here uh, from uh, Boston or Massachusetts, uh, probably twenty-five years, maybe. Was he in other other bands? He was in other bands. I was not familiar with any of the bands, mainly Tampa. Yeah. And uh, we met uh, we met through uh, Mark Busto, the drummer for Greg Billings Band, for many years. Uh, we met through him right because they had a little side project called stone city uh-huh. stone city so he gave me a cd i'm like this guy's good man he's writing a lot of stuff he's he's a really good dude uh good family guy i love the guy to death we write we started writing right away and right. we wrote uh old friends don't come easy which brian johnson ended That's up singing song. on yeah, yeah fun stuff but we, when we would write songs together and then i would take it to greg billings band it kind of changed the whole uh, feel of the song, right? Uh, the image that we had that you know, like Jeff would do it. Okay. So it made it a little bit more. You know, we had the piano, the the uh, keyboards, and you know, kind of southerned it up a little bit. I would think. It's but so now, funny you say that because I didn't want to say that, but in my head, that's what I was because in the beginning, it's like a Black Crows kind of sound, and when you say Southern rock, you think Leonard Skinner and Almond Brothers, and I'm not talking, but it is a good Southern. Rock yeah, sound. and uh, we were talking about that the other night when we uh, were doing uh, Ronnie uh, D's uh, Deep Inside the Music. Yeah. You know, with Jeff's uh, cool kind of attitude with his writing, and we didn't take it to the GBB uh, Southerness. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the word. I don't know if that's a word or not. <laughs> it is not. But uh, uh, we didn't take it that far Southern. But when you hear my voice, there's certain things I say, the way I phrase things, it's, I can't get away from it. Also makes it... Uh Totally identifiable as Greg Billings. Well, it's a little whiny. It's a little, <laughs> yeah, that little whiny crunch to it. But uh, I love what the, the you know people uh, keep thinking. Oh, I thought you guys were acoustic, man. I was like, no, no, no. It's a rock and roll band. No, you so. play out easily. It's a, a lot easier to pick up two guitars and go play acoustic yeah. somewhere than it is to be out to do a whole set. And you can do a acoustic set in the middle of the day. You could do it at night. You could do it yeah, at a restaurant. Well, you could do it wherever. That's great and yeah. all. But uh, when we we called the called the band Abraham Billings. I'm like, you know, I don't want to come up with a new name and right. somebody try to figure out who the hell this is. But people were under the impression that we were an acoustic uh, uh, duo yeah. playing America songs. You yeah. know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm so glad that Ronnie gave us an opportunity to do this uh, uh, in, deep inside the music 
uh, before their album come out comes out because it kind of explains what the band's all about and the sound is it's definitely a rock and roll sound. Yeah, well, I mean, people who are fans of yours are going to get what they always wanted when they come see Yeah, you. the vocal is loud, the guitars are loud, the yeah. whole track, all the tracks are really loud, a lot of great energy. This is a record that we almost had finished before COVID came out, uh, and we put it on hold. We were almost done with it. Yeah. And then during COVID, we just kind of quit texting each other, kind of put everything on hold. Yeah, there's more it important might be, things right now. Yeah, yeah it, uh, we thought it might be a year or maybe, you know, six months to a year, and it ended up being a couple of years. And then after everything kind of settled down a little bit. Uh, <laughs> stuff. Bring, bring the stuff home to your family. I don't yeah, know. you can't bring it home to your family. So uh, we kind of put it on hold. We, you know, every now and then we say, hey, man, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing well. And then finally it was like, hey. Uh, what do you guys think? We got unfinished business here, so we got regrouped, got back, trashed all the tracks that we had. Oh, really? Started oh, yeah. over? Yeah, we trashed everything, and we started over. Got the drum tracks at Ronnie's All Access uh, uh-huh. Studio, and from there, Jeff did a lot of the guitar work in his uh, studio at home, and I did most of the vocals with Ronnie, which is a great guy to have in there cheering oh, you sure. on. He brings so much energy. And we had people come over, you know, and uh, have cocktails, you know, while we're doing the... Loosen uh, up a little? Yeah, we didn't want to bother Mark Busto with his drum tracks, you know, <laughs> Isn't that amazing that technology has come that far that he can do all the guitar stuff at home? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's he, amazing. We did some guitar work at All Access, but he's really comfortable in his back room yeah. where he's by himself and tried certain things and... Uh, doesn't have to worry about a, a guy running the control booth. So when I had when I was doing my vocals, I had tried to have people over, like during my sessions, you know, in their drinking. You like to play dancing. live. You like yeah. like it's a live. So game. I was feeding off them, and Ronnie was helping me, you know, get all excited. So I think we this might be some of the best vocal energy tracks I think I've done in a long time. Can I? I want to point something out to you: is that uh, when you were in Stranger, you had uh, I'm sure record deals or record offers and all that. You're a young man. Trying to trying to break it in. Well, then then as time goes on, there becomes a point I would think in your life and your career where you're not chasing the dream anymore. You're doing it for your love of the music, which I think bleeds through to the quality of the music that you still. Yeah, and I think even the Stranger Days, you know, once we started doing our own records, it wasn't about making uh, being a superstar like we thought in the early days. We were young, man. We were on our way. You know, we were playing. You know, on tour with. Alder Novo UFO for <laughs> six weeks. What a great tour. We learned a lot, but we thought, you know, we're on our way. Yeah. And things didn't work out that way, of course, but uh, we were big in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is weird. We were big in uh, Tampa Bay, so. It's weird because uh, you guys were huge in Florida. I mean, all the way down, you know, to Miami, it was, it, everybody knew the band. You would think that that is a band that makes it. But it shows you how hard it is really to do yeah, that. Yeah, it is really hard. I mean, and, and also the the area that music is coming from. So, you know, for a while it's Seattle, then it's Austin, then it's South Carolina <laughs> somewhere. Like that's where they get one good band from somewhere, and then they start pulling them all out of yeah, out of that well, area. That's what that's what Stranger's problem was. We were trying to sound like okay, the Seattle thing came. We yeah. tried to do some stuff like that. Ario Speedwagon was huge in the early days, so we added a keyboard player. So we're always being pulled in different directions now. I'm sitting in a room with Jeff writing songs. Uh, nobody's telling us that's not good or that's not good. I mean, uh, we're making the decisions on our own. Yeah. So this is music that you're going to hear that we like, 
You know, if we sell a hundred copies of our CD, you're not, or, you're not getting rich off this. You know, this is purely for the love yeah, of music. Yeah, we're spending yeah. money to hear, have people just hear us play. To maybe break even. But you yeah. also hear the bands that say, "Oh yeah, this track didn't even make it. Wasn't going to make it on the album because the yeah. higher ups were like, no, that's not.' Of course, that's their biggest song they've ever had in their life. So the experts <laughs> never really know. Yeah, Swamp Woman was not going to be on the first Stranger album either. Crazy. We were just jamming it during the recording session and. Uh, the producer was like, what is that? We said, oh, it's a song called Swamp Woman. It's kind of a joke song. Right. And he goes, play it now. And we played it and put it on. And, you know, I, I hate to say it, the rest is history. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it sounds like, uh, uh, yeah, it wasn't history. But, it, you know, that became a pretty popular song. For we were talking the other night. Uh, I saw Greg at the David Wells golf uh, tournament party. And uh, I was, I, I was, it's funny because I was talking to you. And then after I was talking to Ed Drosty and you and Ed Drossi are, it's just, for me, it's a real full circle thing. I remember being a fan of yours. I remember the I was telling you the first time I saw you in person outside of a band show was, you. for some reason, we were both at Gasoline Alley in the daytime. I had to go drop some, some stuff off in the radio station. You were doing whatever you're doing. You were talking to Mike Z outside. And I was like, oh, my God, there's Greg Bailey. <laughs> and he had the really long, <laughs> bushy hair. Yeah. Yeah. He's right there. I would have had a drink with you if you had said something. But, I mean, that's just so, it's just so funny. As I, now we're buddies. And, uh, and I used to, I, I, I remember this as well, too. I was right on the corner of uh, Barris, Nebraska. I was driving home from my I know that area well. Uh-huh. I mean, the, the volley club was over there. Yeah, man. And um, I remember some guy called into Ron and Ron, and he goes, Hey, man, we're a local band. We do this, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, How do we get your our music played on your show like Stranger does? <laughs> And they were and and they were like oh you know and then Brian Bennington goes yeah I'll tell you how you mentioned us in your song a couple of times that's a great billing thing yeah. we play all, all the time I go that's funny smart move yeah yeah those uh, guys are great friends yeah I mean it was just it was, it's just great to uh, it's great for me to see you still still doing it after I mean I've lived here since 1989 that was when I really first started getting acclimated to the area. Moose and I used to drive from Newport Ritchie to the Rocket Club all Moose. the time to see bands. It was it was interesting because I was not a nightclub kind of guy. I was not, but I loved the music so much. And the, and the Rocket Club, like to grow up in New York, if you want to go see, uh, I like I, it's a perfect example. I saw Bon Jovi in June of '89 at Giant Stadium. It was Bon Jovi, Skid Row, and Billy Squire sat over here. They were this big, and I had the time <laughs> of my life. That's June of '89. September of 89, I saw them at the Lakeland Civic Center, and I was standing in the second row-ish type area in a general admission concert for the same bands. I go, I was just in Giant Stadium with 100,000 sure. people, now I'm in 17,000 yeah. people in the front row. Lakeland Civic Center was great. Yeah. So now you can go to the Rocket Club, and I see Skid Row and Anthrax and you know all these bands, and they're all paired with a local band. Yep. That was yeah, great. Yeah, all those guys. Juliet, that, a lot Juliet, of those guys. Yeah. And uh, so many great musicians and so many great bands. I love the Bleeding Hearts. I follow the Bleeding Hearts around. I don't think we really knew what we were getting at that point. Now we look back on it. We miss those kind of days. I mean, there's clubs out there, but nothing like that. Everybody knew each other in the crowd. Right. It was just a really good, and for a big city to have a club that was that kind of a, a home feel to it was really good. That I remember Warrant did their album at Morris Sound, so they were yeah. there hanging out every night, you know, drinking and. Uh... Yeah, Jenny Lane used to actually come see Stranger a lot. Really? Before they, they went out to L.A., he used to be in the front row. Loved watching the band. No kidding. Yeah, we. Uh, he was a great guy. Um, 
too bad, you know, about that situation. But that was a great band. They had, that song was huge. How do you not get caught up in that? How do you not become? I don't know, you're man. a drinker. You're an onstage shot taker. You're. Well, a... I learned some lessons in the early days. Yeah. <laughs> I got yelled at quite a bit <laughs> from my bad guys. So. From your liver? <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, we, we had some fun back in the day. But, you know, I can still party with the best of them. I can still hang with them. But, you know, maybe I'm, like I said earlier, Jeopardy. Yeah, and go time I'm to go to bed. bed it's so funny as I, I uh, text everybody's like uh, I remember when I was fighting with uh, with other radio guys. They used to be like, "Oh, he goes out in his band and he bangs chicks after the show. He cheats on his <laughs> wife." And then I, one time I was in I was in the hotel room with uh, Pete, was sharing a room, and uh, Pete's got his sleep apnea mask on. I've got next to my bed Pepto Bismol, a Rolaids, and a bottle of milk, and I go, "Yep." Two guys just part right. all the groupies in. Yeah. Watch it. Nothing's better to me than when we're in like Sarasota and I have to go back to my hotel and I get in my bed in my room, crank the air down to 65, and some show like uh, Living Alone in Alaska is on. I go, oh, this is great. This is my dream. <laughs> to be alone in my room while it's cold and be able to watch these stupid shows. Well, you know, I've got stories like that, you know, where, yeah, yeah, after the show, yeah, this is really, you know, this is really not what people think it is. But I've got some. Oh, I'm sure you I've got some nights <laughs> that are really like that. I think me and my biggest story was Stan Lynch from the uh, Heartbreakers were stayed out all night on a Friday, and we had a gig the next night on Saturday in Gainesville. Right. And I was out all night. I mean, I was like, we're talking 10 o'clock in the morning. I got a show. Couldn't sing. Uh-huh. Uh, that night, Gainesville, packed, sold-out place. Stan comes in. because you can't sing. I said, no. He goes, let me call Tom. He's in town. Petty comes in. Comes to the backstage area where I couldn't talk. You know, he goes over a couple tunes. Band sent me home. Petty did an hour with oh, a stranger. Oh, really? Yeah, Petty did a whole hour with a stranger. Man, we got paid. Yeah. Uh, I was sent back to the hotel, uh-huh. so I missed it all. But I did see a couple pictures about a year ago. Some girl said, "Look at these pictures I found oh, from really? the island." Petty and stranger. Yeah, because there was no, you know, there was no video devices oh, yeah. back then. But those, those little disposable cameras. I and guess. sure enough, there it was Tom and uh, Stan played bass on a couple of tunes, played guitar, and uh, but Tom came out for a whole hour and they played. Wow. Entertained the crowd. It was a night. A lot of people remember it that were there. Because it was pretty much of a classic night, you know. All sure. of a sudden, here's Petty yeah. showing up doing an hour in Gainesville. So that's one of the wild nights that I paid for. Sure. got in trouble <laughs> with the band. Yeah. But it was a classic night. I, um, I've been trying to smoke out uh, Archie from the Bleeding Hearts. I tell Galvin that Galvin never saw Archie play. Um, you know, Pete never saw Archie play. Archie was the best guitar player I'd ever seen. Yeah, he filled in for Ronnie... Garvin one night we oh, had a really? gig. Yeah, he showed up and played um, played a whole night with us. Learned a set in a couple of days. Uh, I can't remember what happened to Ronnie, but we had a we had a we needed a quick feel in. He pulled it off. Oh yeah, yeah, he pulled it off. Yeah. He's, he's he's a sweetheart. Love him to death. Maybe I'll get him out at my uh, Christmas show I got coming up on December 18th. Wait, well, hold on. Tell me about this. I need yeah, to know about this. Christmas Why do I charity? feel like we always do the shows the same goddamn night? Mm, really? Ronnie, yeah, we'll get into it. But Ronnie, uh, uh, Greg's got a gig this uh, weekend, so do we, so oh, we yeah, can't so go. I... But tell me what. <laughs> tell me about December 18th. Uh, December 18th is going to be a GB's uh, Christmas charity event uh, at the Harbor Bar okay. in the parking lot. I got... The Stormbringer guys coming. I got the Black Honky guys coming. I got Blackbird coming. I got Big Brother coming. I listed all the name of the. I, I put everybody's name instead of just the band's name. Yeah. I put everybody's name from each band, so people can realize how many people 
get together and do something like that. Nobody's getting paid for this. No, this is one of the most generous groups of local yeah, musicians. Yeah, man, and nobody said no. I, I had I, so many people call and said they do it, but I don't have room. Yeah, know? I got a check uh, from McLean last year for an event that went on that we couldn't even go to uh, for our charity, and I'm like, you guys are the best because these guys, you know, all these guys could use the money, yeah. too. You know what I mean? They're, we're not talking about rich guys who are donating, but these guys are donating their time to raise money, and they can all actually use the money themselves. Yeah, what we'll do, uh, probably about a month out, I'll find a family that's in need yeah. and and so we can see the money where it goes whether they need work done on the house if they need groceries or they need uh something taken care of for the kids yep. or get an apartment for somebody it'll be that type of charity and they'll probably be at the show so you can actually see exactly where the money goes and right. said, oh here's spcc let me let me give you guys a three thousand dollar check yeah it doesn't really do much but this for them, is this but. is why i had to start my own charity because if you can you don't have to ask 10 people can we do that you hear a story you got the money you just get you just do it for them you yeah the press release it, and then, we'll to... po- then we'll post later on facebook or whatever the videos right. of us actually doing the work right. to help out and this weekend is our CD release party for Abraham Billings, and that's going to be at the Dak Shack. Now, the Dakery Shack, I would say, is now the home for all the great bands. Like, like they've been different clubs all these years, but consistently, certainly in Madeira Beach, the Dakery Shack is the spot for live music because we went, used to have all these clubs. Now we're down to only a couple. Dude, it's crazy what Jeremy's done out there. Uh, he's had that place for 15, 16 years, yep. I think, and that's like unheard of. Yeah. And he's been through good times and bad. You know, it was Dakery Deck for a while. Now it's Dak Shack. Dakery yeah. Shack. I love playing there. Jeremy treats us great. Uh, it's got a big enough stage. Uh, St. Pete Sons are going to uh, uh, join us that night. So That's, there's uh, two bands. That's uh, Billy Wells' band. And Billy Wells and those yeah. guys. Yeah, they're great. And it's going to be an all-original night. Uh, we're going to throw in a couple uh, uh, cool cover tunes at our set. And uh, Billy's got a great set lined up. So it's going to be a fun night. Probably be over by 11.30 or 12. Uh, all the reserve seats are sold already. But That's it's crazy. only 5 bucks to get in. That is this Saturday night at yep. the Daiquiri Shack in Madeira Beach. We are playing at uh, uh, Ringside Cafe. I hear about completely, that place. I hear about that. But completely opposite areas. Yeah. I mean, no matter where you are, go support uh, Greg. We'd be very happy if, uh, if we... Some of our listeners were over there and went to go see great happy support local some music. Some of our guys go, but yeah. I expect them to be in our show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but oh, not only to go see a gig, but to support the band uh, that is doing live uh, local music. I mean, uh, you know, original music, but it has a new CD coming out too. Right, to and then we them. don't really have a big following, so we're 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 hoping for at least 100, 150 people show up. So. Uh, we're busy now uh, for the next two months after the CD comes out. We've got quite a few shows, and we'll be posting those on Facebook Oh, I well. tell everybody now, everybody's like, uh, can you do this on uh, on a Friday? I go, yeah, my next Friday, I think, is April. <laughs> Between now and the end that's of the good, year. Man, it's that's just, great. It's, it's, I, I, not all band stuff, but I mean, work work stuff is just in, insane. It's always, this is the busy season now. Yeah, a lot of people are giving me a, kind of a hard time saying, you know, I thought you retired. I did not retire, and I made that clear. Yeah. I retired the Greg Billings Band. Oh, yeah. That's what I did. I did not retire. There was things I wanted to do. Uh, this Abraham Billings thing was, at the same time I was in the Greg Billings Band, it was, it was a side project. And I wanted to concentrate on that, and I wanted to play acoustic music with my pals around town. Ricky Wilcox I played with, Billy Wells, George Harris, all these guys I would have never expected to play guitar yeah. with and uh, for two and a half, three hours uh, and get paid for it. Yeah. And uh, and I'm doing that now with my uh, acoustic set. So and I'm singing everything, anything I want to sing, 
you know, if, if I like the song, I hear it on the radio, I'll go home and learn it and sing it. Yeah, so, that's great. Yeah, it's fun. Well, look, I'm, uh, I'm glad. I, I will tell you, we play in a cover band, and every time the Creative Loafing uh, Awards come out and they have best cover band, <laughs> we always go, we always go, uh, what's the band? Uh, you just said it. Stormbringer. Stormbringer is the best yeah. cover band. Yeah. Stormbringer is, you, you can vote for us if you like us on, but Stormbringer is the best cover band. You'll they're great. See. You yeah. walk into Stormbringer, whether they're doing Queen or anything else, and you think that the real and band is They work is there. a lot, man. They're, they they're work a really, lot. They're a really talented band. Yeah, I love watching them play. Uh, and, and uh, you know, support local uh, music, man. Uh, these guys that we have the pleasure uh, and, you know, uh, and the gift of having local people in the area who are talented or still turning out their music and people who are a fan of yours, I, I whether you're getting it with Stranger or GBB or with Abraham Billings, you're still getting the heart and soul in that music that only you can put into it. I and love we, it. We love it. I couldn't say it better, buddy. Uh, I'm. Uh, it's so funny that Greg was like... Uh, Hey, I don't ask for much, but uh, I want to come and play. Oh, Greg, you you come here if you show up one I day. I felt like a kid. Oh, but I, you know, I, you know, you're always welcome, man. I love having you on. I love seeing you play, and I would love for us to do some. I definitely want to be involved in the in the charity thing. Anything sure. where we could help out, and uh, we should do we should do something together. Uh, a big party. It would be somewhere. huge, man. I think it would be nice. And uh, like I said. I don't ask for much, you know, and I and uh, but this this gig and this uh, band, uh, this music means a lot to me. Yeah, and I you were the first guy I thought of to reach out to. So well, I'm proud of that, you. and I hope that people come out and support you on Saturday at the Daiquiri Shack, one of the best and uh, you know few places that have stayed dedicated to live music and local music forever. Um, go by and uh, check out Greg and Abraham Billings. Check out the new CD. Uh, kiss Billy Wells for us and have a great time. Thank you. I love brother. it. Thank you. We must take a break. Uh, it is the Mike Calta show. This, you know, what else I want to tell you real quick. Uh, same thing I told Jason Chef from Chicago the other day that I thought it was great that the two of you during the pandemic did stuff live on on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was awesome. It didn't. Yeah. It, it helped out people who had that urge to see live music, who missed our favorite bands. And every once in a while, I'd pop on and say, Greg Billings went live. And I'd go, ooh, let's hey, watch this. Dude, I just needed there. the attention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, that was starving. Great. Yeah, it was well, great. It was remember, a fun time. the next natural disaster will all be waiting for you to <laughs> do Attention, music. attention. Yeah. All right, we'll take a quick break. It's the Mike Caldas Show. Uh, open letter is next on 102.5 The Bone. You're listening to Tampa Bay's most listened.